0: Hey, howdy, hi, it's me, Zombie Brian. Welcome back to the Zombie Shorts Podcast. This is probably going to be the hardest review I've ever had to do, just because of the history and emotion connected to it. And I apologize right now, but frankly, I, I don't really. Um, I don't care how big-headed this is going to sound. The only way to truly appreciate this film is if you are, like myself, a diehard Kevin Smith fan. I know what it sounds like. I know I'm singling out the vast majority speaking for them, saying you won't fully grasp the importance of this film if you're just a casual Kevin Smith fan, but it's true. It really is. Clerks 3 is not a sequel made for money. Clerks 3 is the last bit that was needed to be drawn to complete the circle. You know, I generalize it all the time, saying, you know, we all know how I feel about Kevin Smith and his movies, but do you really? Do you actually understand... That I looked at him as my gateway into filmmaking. He is the reason I care about film. He is the reason I strive to become a filmmaker. Just like Richard Linklater inspired Kevin with Slacker to make Clerks, Kevin has inspired me to make movies with Clerks. He is my Richard Linklater. And at the rate I'm going in life, who knows if I'll ever get the chance to shake that man's hand and tell him all of this. But this is all just for context so you, the listener, understand why Clerks 3 is one of the most important films I've ever seen. It's Kevin's most personal film, literally mimicking moments of his life on and off screen, and this is why I say it's important to me. Because I feel like I've been friends with all of these characters since childhood. Like Kevin. Except for him, they were his actual friends. I grew up enveloping myself in the Viewist universe and learning all the faces and being in on all the jokes. And Clerks 3 brings all of that back for me. Every moment of my life I've spent investing my time and interest into this man's career and sometimes his personal life whenever he shares it, he's made it worth my time. Kevin Smith has always been there for me, (laughs) and he doesn't even know I exist. To me, Clerks 3 is his thank you note for being so devoted all this time. And I know to everyone listening right now that this sounds fucking dumb. I'm sitting here talking about it, some C-list director who mostly makes movies people talk about for a year tops and then they move on. But you know what? You tried defending the most important element of your own life. I bet you you can come up with over a million reasons why it's not fucking dumb. There are movies that are considered experiences when you watch them, and then there are movies that actually speak to you and change something inside of you. Clerks was that life-changing movie for me, and Clerks 3 managed to reawaken that feeling inside of me. It's marketed as a comedy, like the other two, and like literally every other Kevin Smith movie, but Clerks 3 is something more than just a cheap rehashed comedy. Like I said, if you know anything about Kevin Smith and his life and his work on film, this movie will literally push every single button for you. The brilliance... Of giving Randall a heart attack and then deciding to make a movie about his life isn't just a fun little plot point. Kevin's life took a turn after he himself suffered a heart attack. And the thing about making the movie? They're making Clerks. I mean, that, that's that's obvious, I would assume. But what you don't understand is that when Kevin was writing the script for Clerks, he was originally going to play Randall. That's why Randall got all the good lines, but when the time came he didn't feel comfortable acting that much so he took the easier role of Silent Bob. So now look at the absolute Biblical revelation that is Randall having a heart attack and deciding to make Clerks. Randall is Kevin. These are things the casual viewer are going to miss while watching Clerks 3. Like I said this is all going to sound very big headed of me and I'm sorry but when you know the lore it just hits deeper. Clerks 3 transforms into something bigger and better than just a casually emotional comedy with heart. What you're seeing on screen is the legacy of one man being celebrated by that same man. And for good reason. It You know, it's funny, because people used to bash Kevin Smith for just making movies centered in his silly little world he created, so he branched out and made other things. Then those same people said his earlier stuff was better. That's ironic, isn't it? What you're seeing is the way passion actually works. Yes. He put time and effort into all his other non-View Askew films. But it's only when you see him make a movie with his friends that you truly see the brilliance of Kevin Smith. And if Clerks 3 isn't enough proof of that for you, then you, I'm sorry, you were never meant for the View universe. There are so many, so many Easter eggs and inside jokes for the devoted diehard fans. Awards for our patience over the years. And it's a glorious payoff. It's a magnificent last chapter to one of the greatest trilogies ever conceived. And if I may skewer a quote a little bit from one Randall Graves, there's only one return, and it ain't of the king or of the Jedi. It's of the clerk. This film is the culmination of decades of pure joy while making a movie with your friends. A true success story. No one, not even Kevin Smith himself, saw his dinky little movie about a convenience store would spawn a legacy like this. A following of thousands of people, all just as emotionally invested in his dream as he has been his whole life. Now you wonder why I personally connect to Kevin Smith's story. I am the next generation of that young, dumb, risk-taking amateur filmmaker waiting for his opportunity to unknowingly start a legacy of his own. I'm 32, but I don't think I've missed my opportunity, though. Randall was almost 50 before he made his move, and that's another lesson taught to me by my unsung mentor, Kevin Smith. Alright, enough of this mushy shit, okay? Let's actually talk about this fucking masterpiece, alright? Like I said, there are ridiculous amounts of Easter eggs. I mean, in the form of lines, quotes, references, and perhaps mostly... To characters. More than half of the cast of the original Clerks reprise their roles in this movie, and with the exception of Marilyn Gigliotti's Veronica, we see all of those other characters in the same comfortable physical spot we saw them in before. Seeing Walt Flanagan as the egg inspector, Scott Schiaffo as the Chuli's gum representative, and perhaps the most shocking cameo of all, fucking Scott Mosier. (laughs) What? It really, truly was nice to see Mosier pop up again after so long. If you think that's where the cameos stop, you better take a seat. The auditions being held for Inconvenience, which is the title of Randall's uh, quote-unquote Clerks movie, which, by the way, if you didn't know, was going to be the original title of Clerks. Eh, another Easter egg the casual viewer might have missed. The audition scene, though manages to showcase Kevin's rogues gallery of famous friends with emotional cameos snuck in between. I mean, you got Ethan Suppley as Willem, Kevin's own mother, the original milkmaid from Clerks, and of course, fucking Ben Affleck. It wouldn't be a view askew film without Affleck popping up sporting his hilarious Boston accent. My absolute favorite moment of the movie, though, comes right at the end with the last shot, the familiar pullback revealing the store, and we see Harley Quinn, Kevin's daughter, in the same place, doing the same thing as her grandma from the original. It truly is a full-circle moment. That was the fucking nail in the coffin for me. I hadn't been able to breathe right from, like, being so congested with emotions from the last 40 minutes of the movie, but that just, (laughs) that just sent me, man. It sent me right over the edge. This is what I mean by the depth that this movie has. A casual viewer would just see Jay's fictional daughter from Reboot now working at the Quick Stop and go, Ha! That's funny. But what I saw? I saw the stamp of a family legacy being left behind. Clerks 3 is the most cinematic home video ever shot. Decades of memories of friends and family preserved for generations to come. Sorry, I got caught up in the mushy shit again. But can we can we talk about the moment Randall shows Dante the finished film and it's actually just the original Clerks? That's beautiful. Like, there's no other description. That's That's just fucking beautiful. Kevin Smith is the master of meta right? So to me, you know, it might it might be a stretch, but to me, that scene is the moment in Kevin's life where he decided to make the movie he was always supposed to make. Because originally, Clerks 3 was going to be quite different, but then Kevin's heart attack significantly changed things. Ironically, for the better. I see Dante watching the original Clerks on that laptop screen, and I just, I think of Kevin realizing Clerks is the most important thing in his life, and right then, he knew the only way to explain that is through Clerks 3. For just a split second in that scene, Dante is Kevin. Now, one thing I'd like to bring up that I don't necessarily take issue with because I understand the importance of it and the importance of furthering the development of Dante's character and all that, but I just, I gotta mention my disappointment to Becky being dead. Like like I said, it makes sense for the movie and it makes for arguably several fucking Oscar moments for Brian O'Halloran, I hope. Um, but I guess I just... I just miss her, you know? But it was handled with such beauty after Dante dies that you can't help but smile in the fact that he's now finally back with her. And god damn, that end where he appears next to Randall like Becky had been appearing earlier, it's just, it's... it's, it's actually, it's, it's quite haunting for the kind of movies that have come before this one. But again, it shows and proves that Kevin Smith is a filmmaker who can affect you in more ways than just laughing at poop jokes. I seriously could go on and on and on forever talking about this fucking masterpiece, Uh, but I think I vomited enough praise for Clerks 3 and Kevin Smith for a minute. Uh, So in conclusion, Clerks 3 is now and will forever be my favorite Kevin Smith film because of the incredible backbone it had built by all of the silly little one-note-joke movies he made before it. If he walked away from filmmaking today and left behind this culturally rich filmography that details the life and times of a guy that downplays his importance to cinema all the time because he's way too humble, I think it would be all right. I sincerely hope he doesn't stop, though. That's, you know, like, like ever, Kevin, if you somehow found this review and have been listening this whole time. First of all, that's fucking embarrassing. But also... Fuck the haters who call you out for continuously talking about the movie that put you on the map. Be proud of what you've done, and hopefully, will continue to do. Your success story is what we all want, but Alanis Morissette only chooses the worthy ones. (laughs) ¶¶